Netflix book club. Netflix book club. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Netflix Book Club. My name's Dennis Rooney. I'm Steve McDonald. And we're here with a very special guest today, stand-up comedian, podcaster, Darren Patterson. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Woo. Thanks for being on, dude. No um, problem. Thank you. Make Sorry. Sure you, <laughs> make sure you follow us uh, on Twitter, at Flix Book Club, like the Facebook page, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, if that's your thing. Uh Darren, anything you want to plug, man? The podcast? Virgin yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, I do a podcast called Virgin Chronicles. I do it with my buddy Evan Morgenstern. It's basically uh, us talking to comedians, storytellers, whoever else will talk to us about their first times. Uh, it doesn't have to be about the first time you had sex. It could be about your first time on stage, your first time you got drunk, your first job. Uh, first trip out of the country, you know, any cool first time. You're first time you got your heart broke. Breaking your cherry in any way. Yeah, just in any way. I mean, sex is good. Sex sells. You can talk about the first time. That's always usually funny at first time. Oh, oof. You, we've heard some oh, stories. <laughs> uh, we've heard stories about people getting the first time they got arrested. Like, just anything the like first that. first time. Any of <laughs> yeah, these. Yeah, are, yeah. We, not any, the only of these are, any of these are pretty good for me. That's, that's not. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Well, you're both welcome to be on the podcast if you want. I should come Anytime, on my man. first time. My first time getting my first time getting arrested and my first time uh, having sex both involve crying. Actually, oh shit! <laughs> you should do the first time you got arrested. Is that the Denny situation? Yes, that's it is a good Denny's story. Situation. Oh shit! I want to hear this already. Oh fuck! <laughs> um, wow. Where can they find that? iTunes? Everything? Yes, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, it's all there. We're on Twitter at Virgin Cron Pod. Uh, we got a Tumblr page too, Virgin Chronicles. Nice. Uh, you can email us at. Uh, Virgin Chronicles at Gmail. And if you want to follow me on Twitter or, or Instagram, I'm at Darren Credible. I got to start plugging my Instagram. I just started it. So I think it's like a fresh start. I can make it solid, you know? Yeah, I think everybody's like, Instagram is like the new Twitter. I don't think anybody messes with Twitter as much anymore. I never liked Twitter that much. It was always difficult for me. I'm not I can't. I, I can't keep up with Twitter. You got to be super involved, you know? It's, I know. It yeah. feels really, re- and like... I I waffle between two different I feel like two different modes if I was actually going to I'm I'm a lurker like I like to read <laughs> I like to read and look at stuff but like to, for me to post is too much pressure because it's either I got to be really really funny mm-hmm. or I'm going to speak my mind which is going to get me fired like Ooh. these are the like that's always like I always just assume that like I'm going to be the guy who's going to get fired get fired off of tweets off of tweets it's it's happened it has happened it does happen now it's yeah, scary it's good I, I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm learning to be better on Twitter but I don't I'm not going to do Snapchat I think that's that's a young man's game. I tried. I can't. I can't do Snapchat. Yeah, it is a young man's game. I, I think it's strictly for like you know getting a little yeah. dirty text here and there, showing which, your which wang. Is great. <laughs> That's literally the reason why I downloaded it. Was this girl was like, "Do you have Snapchat?" I'm like, "I guess I'll download it right now." Because you're asking me. About <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you who's lucky. They didn't have social media. The people in Elite Squad. All right, oh, so smooth. <laughs> All right, so Darren, you kicked me a bunch of uh, titles as we have the guests do, and I narrowed it. I think I picked this one out, right? Didn't I say? Yeah, yeah. We'll do Elite Squad now. Why was this on the list of movies? Um, well, I mean, to be curious to watch. Had you ever seen it before? No, right? No, I have not. I went in like super cold. Like I, I mean, I kind of this was on the list just basically because I had heard how good it was. I, to be honest, I had like a passing interest in it. It's like it was one of those movies where 
you just hear it's amazing, you hear it's great, and you're like, oh yeah, I'll check it out. You and hear then, it from enough people, like you got to see this movie that yeah. isn't huge, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, it wasn't huge, but like it was critically reviewed. I saw Rotten Tomatoes, I got, it was 93%. Yeah, I looked that up after the movie and I was yeah. a little surprised that I, it had a 93% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and like it based on this movie, the director, uh, Jose Padilla, uh, based on this movie, they gave him to the RoboCop reboot to do. He directed that. That makes that was his fourth film. That man. was where I, I had believe so. Gone. Like he he like I the this well, movie. The, the w- main guys now play uh, the main guy from the movie who I'm not gonna remember anybody's name from this okay. movie. No, no. It's gonna uh, but the main Wait, guy the main from actor, this Wagner uh, Mora. Yes. There we go. Yeah, he plays Pablo Escobar. Yes. On Narcos. Oh, he does. That's uh, who I thought Mark Ruffalo. I thought it was Mark Ruffalo. He's like the Latino Mark Ruffalo. I told Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I told <laughs> Stephen uh, when I picked the movie, I was like, Mark Ruffalo's in it. I think it could be solid. He told me Mark. He told me Mark <laughs> Ruffalo was in it, and I had this moment when I started the movie, and I was like, "When does Mark Ruffalo show up?" <laughs> There's ten minutes left in the movie. Like, Where is I, Mark? I was a half hour in and still convinced. Like, I think Mark <laughs> Ruffalo is going to show up at any point. But no, it was a uh, Wagner Mora. So okay. Um, having said that, like, what's this movie about? Pretty much. Uh, pretty much. It's. Uh, oh, I mean, it's it's a sequel too. But yes. like, it's it's one of those movies where you don't really need to see the first one to get it. What's happening here? But it's basically about this. A uh, guy who's a cop, and he's kind of, uh, let me see if I can break it down. Yeah, it's a guy who's a cop, and like, there's like, he he busts all these criminals, but then he finds that there's like a dirtier, seedier underbelly in yeah. the police force, and like, there's dirty cops in there, and that. That's but, like where the subtitle comes in, Elite yeah, Squad. The enemy the within. The enemy within. Yeah, that's that's that's, a, that's, that's another one of the reasons why I was. the enemy? Oh, within himself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like Inception. What were you going to say there? Well, no, I was going to say, like, that's another one of the reasons why I was kind of lukewarm, I guess, on seeing this movie, just because the title sounds so generic. It had kind of a corny title, or like... It sounds like a Red Book movie. I definitely thought that I was in for something a lot campier. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like some Red Box movie shit, like some Seagal would be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, like, B-action movie with a kind of budget. Uh, Exactly. Having seen it now, what are are we saying? Stream it? Don't stream it? Would you suggest it to the average viewer? I say stream it. I mean, it was it was good. I liked it, but I don't know if it was as good as like all the reviewers saying it was. Because mm. like a lot of people were saying, "Oh, it's amazing! It, it's phenomenal! It's, the dude's changing the genre." And I saw it. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's it's okay. It's yeah. good." Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I give it a stream it. Uh, right. I think it was pretty good. It was a little hard to watch because some of the subtitle. I mean, it's all subtitled. It's all in Portuguese. Yeah, it's it takes all place in, in Rio de Janeiro. Right, and, right. Um, a lot of reading, people. That was the other thing too. I didn't know it was subtitled going in. <laughs> Stephen hates subtitles. I d- I'm oh, just not a subtitles man. I'm dyslexic. It becomes a oh. thing. And normally, I kind of have a strict rule on the podcast where like no sequels. But I had oh. no idea it was a sequel I, until, which yeah. is not a big deal because it's still like you said. You can watch this movie and follow along. You don't need to know what happened in the first one. Yeah, I mean, you can. Got, they kind of summarize it in the beginning, where yeah. it's like, oh, he, you know, he had a kid and a wife, and right. They, got they bring you up to speed. But uh, I give stuff. it, a, I give it a stream it. But I don't know about ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. A bit much. And also, this this movie like earned more and sold more tickets in Brazil than like any other movie before, even more than Avatar. Wow! Like this is the highest this grossing movie? movie. The highest wow. grossing movie of all time in Brazil is this movie. Kind of uh, crazy. I mean, maybe maybe like they just like to see themselves represented because there aren't too many Rio de Janeiro yeah. films. Or well, I, I want to get I, into that because there's a couple movies, the other movies by this dude, uh, Jose Padilla, where like yeah, he focuses on Brazil. But Stephen, what do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go with don't stream it. I knew Whoa. it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, controversial. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is and 
And honestly, like, I kind of feel bad saying don't Why stream do it. Why do you feel bad? <laughs> because it's a good movie. Uh-huh. I just wouldn't recommend it to people. Not even the average viewer. Keep in mind, people might not have such a hard time with uh, subtitles as you. No, I, I, not even movie. not even that. I just I found uh, I got I got some problems with some things. Okay. And uh, Stevens always got problems with movies. I got problems. Always got some problems. But, what's, what's your beef? Uh, <laughs> well, no, we'll get into it after the break. But uh, <laughs> but um, my biggest thing was uh, was that I was that I do think that you needed to see the first one. Really? Yeah. I think I felt like I felt like I needed to see the first one or that I would have appreciated this movie more if I had seen the first one, I think is more so what it comes down to. All right. I have opinions on this, too. The first like like let me put it this way is is that like if the first movie was on there, I'd want to watch the first one now. Uh Like I like I I I sat there and I was like, oh, it's a sequel. And then I thought for a long time while watching it. No, like, like, oh, I don't need to see the the first one. And then I got like a ways into the movie, and I was like, I'm gonna go look up who the cast was in the first one, because sometimes sequels have nothing to do with the first movie. Right, right. And then I looked up the cast, and I was like, oh no, a bunch of these people are there. I'm supposed to know way more about these people than I do right now. Well, I mean, what in this one kind of left you confused that you felt like you need to see the other one first? Hold on, we're gonna hold on to that. All right, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're fine. No, 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 you're doing exactly what we need to do. I want answers too. I want. I want to get to it. But we're gonna hit the break, and then we'll be we'll be right back. And we're back. Okay. Boom. Do we want to go into my problems or do we want to go into... I'm going to just go ahead on a thing real quick because I think... No, no, no. Go. Go, go, go. Because I think that... Because I, I, I don't like... Like like I was saying, like I think it's a really good movie. Yeah. It, like, it is a good It's a movie. well-made like, no movie. It's a well-made movie. Um, but... There's not really any buts on my part. I'll just say that I would like to see the first one. Uh, I definitely would have liked to have seen the first one before this, but I think this movie stands on its own. I mean, I wasn't like left with any questions. Uh, all right, here's my biggest question about the movie: is how did Fraga, you know, the um, human rights activist, right. wind up with his wife? Like they never explained. Yeah, that, that and was that's a, a little very convenient. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't explain that at all. That was a little bit of a jump. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, I'll give you that. All right. No, but that's not like a problem with the movie. That's just real convenient storytelling. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? Oh yeah, now he's fucking your wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but the first movie, I think, focused probably on a little bit more of the forming of BOPE, the uh, the battalion police force. Okay. You know Bope. what I'm talking about? Right, Bope. right. The that, like, police. Matias was in, and then they right. got even stronger yeah. when uh, the, the main B-O- dude the got The B-O-P-E. Into... Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was me. more about that. And then this movie, The Enemy Within, was more, like, focusing on the government side, obviously. Right. Where it's yeah. like the corruption goes way up, and that yeah. com- becomes, like, a larger theme throughout the movie. And it's an interesting movie, but I'd rather see the Death Squad getting trained and like really hammering down the streets of Brazil. Like, I feel like this movie started off 
with a vibe like the raid, and I've never seen the raid. That yeah. you know, I thought this is another reason why I kind of thought this. I was chose this movie because I got it confused with the raid. Did you really? I, for a minute, yeah, that's the movie where like they bust the it's like an Asian movie where they bust into the and they have to get to the boss on yeah, the top level. Basically, that's I it. Right? It's a boss. Was, I thought this was the raid, and then like halfway, I was like, oh wait, no, this is the other thing. You were like, when like, are we gonna go back to this prison riot? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> when are they gonna start beating up people in the building? And like, oh yeah. wait, no, this. Well, no, and that was like, like I definitely. I thought that it was going to be something a lot more like the raid. Right. It just even in the Especially name. Especially the opening scene. Just in the in the name alone yeah. where it's like Elite Squad, the enemy within. Right. Was that I was like, oh, well, at least it's just going to be like a crazy action movie. Yeah. And, it is and not. then um and then I was like, I was probably like 30 minutes in and I was like, really? We're going to go on like a like a lengthy human rights drama right now I, about like know. the people of like the favelas of Brazil. OK, like uh, like I guess that we're doing this. Yeah, I remember like reading about it and a lot of people. Comp- I thought it was like that, like a you know hard hitting action film. I thought to be like parkour and shit right and yeah i think the first <laughs> one was closer to that though but i don't know but yeah, maybe but yeah that, but then i looked into it and, like a lot of people were comparing it to the wire and like the yeah. departed like so which you know like i thought like, yeah okay, i mean it's it, like, like it is it's more like a little that. bit i didn't i didn't pick up the departed but now that you say it i see it but i definitely got vibes of the wire at times yeah. you know very wiry there was there you know what one of my biggest problems with the movie and this is my own uh this is not the movie's problem. This is my problem. It's okay. not you, okay? it's me. <laughs> well, no, is I really wish that I understood Brazilian government more. Oh, I thought you were going to say... Like, like, <laughs> well, no, what, but like, if this, was set, if this was set in the United States and it was like, that's... And that's the senator from Virginia. And that's the, like, and this is the governor of whatever state. Or this is the mayor of Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. I would understand who are all of these people. Who answers to who. And who answers to hierarchy. who. And what do they do? There's a lot of representatives. There's a lot of uh, a lot of acronyms they throw at you. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Where it's like, well, what agency is that? You and, know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, and so I totally, like, like that's why I'm saying, like, that's not the movie's problem. That's my mm-hmm. problem for, like, not understanding well, that, Brazilian that's all of our, politics. That's all of our problem but, because... So we don't know about the world outside of the U.S.? Yeah, we don't know Brazil that well straight. So, so like, guys, well, no, Wikipedia before this we watch is the this thing, movie. <laughs> is that... Is Don't that up. this type of thing is like this amount of corruption and stuff like that? There's a really amazing documentary on corruption in Rio de Janeiro uh, called Mendebele, uh oh. that was it won Sundance. Is it in, possible that it was uh, this dude's first film? No, because the first film this dude ever made was a a was documentary a, about corruption in Brazil. And then he made the first Elite Squad. Wait which, a minute. Yeah, it's a weird... Check that out. Check I don't, that up I right don't now. think so, because the, the guy who made Mendebele was an American. This guy um, was an American. Oh, he, you said he was an American? He was an American. Oh, okay, then probably yeah, Jose not, no. Padilla, I don't think I don't think he's an American. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but Mendebele is a, is a beautiful documentary, and I highly recommend it. I really want to do it on the podcast uh, the next time that it's on Netflix. Okay. Um, it just hasn't been on Netflix in a mm-hmm. long time. But uh, but it's about uh, corruption in Brazil, and the reality is is that it's like all of this type of stuff that they're talking about, and all this stuff is real. Yeah. And when it started to like make a little bit more, like once they kind of got into the entire like it's cops 
shaking down people like in every facet of society in all of the favelas. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I've my, I'm back on track as it, to it like took what a little the while to hit a stride. Doing. Yeah, where you're like, oh, this is what the movie's about. Because like yeah. again, when I'm yeah, watching that opening scene, I'm like, oh, this movie's gonna be about a prison riot for like an hour and a half. Right, I thought that too, and it's not. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is fine, but like, and I noticed that too. So I've only seen a couple Brazilian movies. I mean, I've seen this. I've seen City of God. I feel like I've seen one other one that I can't pull up right now. So maybe I'm just lying. But okay. I remember City of this. Men. Yeah, right? I remember the same vibe in City of God, where it's like it was almost like a lot of short stories strung together to tell one long yeah. one. And at the beginning of this movie, I kind of felt that way, where I was like, the first I thought it was gonna be the prison riot, then I thought it was gonna be the human rights activist focused right, on him, right. and then finally, like. 35, 40 minutes, and I was like, oh, this is about this dude. Right. And, like, him kind of dealing with it all. Well, uh, and that was that was my thing with uh, with this movie was, was that, and why I wanted to see the first one, was that they did not develop the, it's, this is my biggest problem with the movie, is that because it's a sequel, and it's a direct sequel, it's not, like, just a random, like, next thing that's happening in Brazil, just named the same thing. Uh, it's using the same characters. They don't develop out that that main lead guy whose name I'm always gonna forget. Uh, Wagner. That's, uh, that's, uh, his character's name is Nassi, called Nascimento. 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 Right? Nascimento. Roberto Nascimento. Yeah. That guy. They don't develop out his character. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yes. Mark. <laughs> Spanish, <laughs> Latin, Mark Ruffalo. Spanish, Spanish Mark Ruffalo. Spanish Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> uh, Portuguese Mark Ruffalo. Hispanic Mark um, Ruffalo. Yes, please. <laughs> Be sensitive. Uh, <laughs> he, um, they don't develop out his character uh, enough as a standalone movie. There's relationships that he already has. There's a like. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, you find out that he lost his wife and that like it, like he's got this kid and stuff like that. But I kept thinking back to the thing where I was like, oh, I bet in the first movie, it's like he's with his wife. And they're together in that time, and then like, and now we now there's been this change that happens. That and like, oh, had I geez. known these things, and when they killed the, when they killed his uh, his his friend from the skulls, uh-huh. uh and they shot him in the back, I was like, I was like, I bet this is a big moment, right? But to you, you're like, this me, guy's I'm just like, been like, kind I'm like, of a, oh, I'm like, there's just, he's yeah. just this other guy. I mean, I hear you. It would have been thing. like, and I bet that in the first movie, because the, in the, in the first movie, he was the second guy on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was very, was that I role. was like, I bet that he's like, he's it's, his right hand man, very important, very influential to the entire okay. thing. And oh my God, they killed him. They just shot him in the back in an alley. And I was like, I wish that I had seen the first movie because I bet that it would be really influencing seeing the second. Right. Okay, I'll give you but that. But they did make the movie. I mean, I understand that's our viewing of it because we haven't seen the original. Right. I still make the argument I think it holds up pretty well on its own. Hispanic Mark Ruffalo is kind of a hollow <laughs> character. There's a lot of him just like kind of standing there looking like brooding. Yeah, you know what just, I mean? there's a lot of... Yeah. yeah, he had that lazy eye too. Cause did he have a lazy eye? I, th- I, f- I feel like he did. Some, there was a, some close-ups where he was just kind of like staring at somebody intently, and then one eye was just kind of like... Rrr. He had bad posture, didn't he? Yeah, he was that like too. Bad posture and staring through people. Yeah. yeah it was like a Latino uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Mark Ruffalo. I would have loved it if the last 45 minutes, the story changed again, where he's just focused on like his pussy kid who won't fight. <laughs> 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 Forget. The enemy within is you, Rafa. Like, <laughs> 
I did. I did enjoy that they just kept there kept being moments of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Just like random <laughs> moments of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Does everyone know Brazilian jiu-jitsu down there in Rio de Janeiro? I mean, there yeah. it's just it, there it's just jiu-jitsu. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Racist. Um, <laughs> it's um, just jiu-jitsu. Speaking to of uh, how like truthful, like you were saying, it's pretty accurate. I think to probably corruption in all levels of government, but like they seem to be very accurate to how Brazilian government works and how stuff gets run down there. And right. I thought it was really interesting right at the top of the film. So this is like your average disclaimer before an American movie. It says, uh, the events depicted in this movie are fictitious. Any similarity to any person's living or dead is merely coincidental. Right. Very like mm-hmm. anything, everything's, anything's by chance. If you even happen to notice anything, that's by chance. This one, it's despite possible coincidences. Like they're already <laughs> very like, listen, we know you know that we know. But we're not saying that out loud. So we all know what's going on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this looks like uh, you know, Generalissimo, whoever. Especially the first movie he did was a documentary about this very thing. And I thought, what a weird jump to then go from like a documentary, like pretty much about human rights, probably, Uh I haven't seen it, and then to make a fictional action type movie about that, almost Mm. exploiting it and glorifying it, and then making a sequel to that one where it's like, and the corruption goes higher up the ladder. Because he kind of he said that this the, all three movies were kind of related. I mean, obviously the second one and Elite Squad, the Enemy Within, right. that's a literal sequel. Yeah. But he even threw his original documentary into the mix as like these films are all connected. So he he's trying to show probably a, an extremely accurate portrayal, especially again with that disclaimer like despite possible coincidences. Right, right. Like Just there's no well, coincidences. Well, it's like there's a. I mean, there's like. The corruption in government in Brazil is ridiculous. Yeah. Like the yeah. just the level of like literal vote buying. Like they'll just walk into like tiny towns and it, like like where they need to get elected and just hand out money. Like that's that's really? what it like that's what happens. Jesus. Like it's that type of shit where it's like here's Why couldn't anybody do why couldn't Rocha bucks. do that in this? He's gotta go around shooting everybody. Yeah, yeah. Rocha had like a Trigger finger. Well, because Roche's <laughs> because Roche's police. He's not. He's not government. Yeah. Yeah, but That's, he was also he's not like, a monster. He's a, <laughs> he was like riding that. The wheel. governor. The governor was the one that was was would be the one who's walking around handing out money. That's true too. Yeah. That's the thing too, though, is I didn't get who needed to get elected and who didn't. Like who had to worry about votes and who didn't. You know. Yeah, what I mean? like I kind of got lost in a little bit that, of it. Military well, no, and that military, state police. Yeah, that was confusing. why I. That was why I was like, why I mentioned earlier, I was like, I wish I understood more about, like, oh, if, Brazilian politics. about Brazilian yeah, politics and, and like how uh, it physically works. Because right. the thing is, is that if this was set in the United States and you were like, and you were like, well, this is the special forces and this is the uh, and this is like the state sheriff, I'd be like, oh, okay, like I just get it. Right. I just understand. Like, this is the chief of police of of the NYPD. Yeah. And this is the guy from SEAL Team 6. But that's probably why like, it's such a popular movie in Brazil is because it's, like, so... Oh, that yeah. That movie's made like, for them, you know what right, I mean? They already oh, get yeah. It. yeah. Like, over it's, here, we're like, uh, you got to, like, take a class, understand right. Brazilian politics and legislature and all that shit. I would love... Like, if I could understand Portuguese, I would love to watch this movie because it's probably such a better experience. Dude, that was another you know? thing that I was actually thinking while I was watching it was I was like, I wish I knew Portuguese right yeah. now because this is a very interesting movie and it's very fun in like like in like its pace like like we talk about this on the podcast a lot where i have a problem with pacing and movies yeah no this movie kept it moving and this movie kept it moving and i really enjoyed that 
and I really enjoyed how quickly they they moved dialogue through and how quickly they were they were just on top of it when it came to like moving from from action to to non-action and to and from like sentimentality to just like moving straight on to like the next thing. They kept the pace going really really well in this movie. I just had a hard time keeping up with it because I had to read the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, guys, learn Portuguese before you watch this movie. <laughs> I think we. It's almost is, like is that, that. That's what we're saying, right? I, yeah, like I, I need know. like three levels of Rosetta Stone. Yeah, just take a and class. And then <laughs> minimal homework to yeah, watch this movie. Yeah, go to movie. Learning Annex, take a class, <laughs> and uh, then come back to this. So, having gone into this movie, though, Darren, like kind of assuming it was going to be the raid, which. Again, it, w- I, it was not the raid. It was not the raid, <laughs> but it had doses of it. Like, the action was solid. I don't know, because I've still never seen the raid. Me neither, but I can imagine them. I bet you I could write the raid pretty close to how it goes down in the movie right I now. Basically like a video how do you game. write but, parkour? Huh? How do you write parkour? <laughs> yeah, this guy jumps around, he kills a lot of people, and he gets to the main guy at the top floor. It's kind of like Dread, right? Oh, God. But with parkour. <laughs> um... Would you rather have seen that movie though? You know what I mean. Like, would you have rather this been kind of like a um, more of a shoot 'em up action movie, or did you like the uh, political crime like drama shoot type up, deal? Blow you up. know, uh, I guess maybe like the, hmm, I guess like the more intellectual side of me is happy with what I saw. Like, you know, it, there was a lot of dialogue in it. I mean, I, it might have been more dialogue than action if I think about it. I think it was. Yeah, like they were yeah. more talking about like what's, what's happening, who you know, who what they need to do to get elected. Kind of like the wire, where it's like you like think it's going to be a cop show, where you know, and then most of it's like sitting around gathering information. Yeah, exactly. Most of, like most of the wire is just them like wire. Because shit. it's because cop shit is boring. It is. Cop like, shit is boring. Yeah, 90% a lot of cop shit is boring. That's right. Lethal weapon just makes it look cool. That's right. I but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but then like you know the the you know the kid side of me is like oh I want to see more blow ups and car chases and shit f- flying off of roofs and shit. Yeah, I kind of want like a more fictionalized because those things too. Is you're watching this, you're like, well, this is pretty accurate. So I kind of feel bad for a lot of these people. Like, there's definitely civilians getting. There was definitely a moment in the entire thing where I was like, the loss of life. Yeah, must be incredible down must there be constantly. Just. Just bodies in the river, just yeah. as far just, as they can see. I mean, when you got open carry laws like they do in Rio de Janeiro, you saw those guys. Oof. Fully <laughs> autos on their backs. No, I'm <laughs> sure they're just, you know. Check, check, check. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that is the one handy thing. Like you can, uh, like anything. You if can you want to take it down, it's around 25 minutes that there's an edit you're going to have to make. What do you say? Oh, okay, 25 minutes. I've got it back recording okay, again. I'll remember that. Um... But this one, yeah, so I think this one pro- probably trying to be that more like crime drama and stuff, but if I'm being honest with myself, I would have liked a little bit more, even maybe goriness or like craziness. Like, it it really struck a chord uh-huh. with me when they were burning the bodies and it's a slow close-up oh, and then he's pulling dude. out the teeth. Oh, that yeah. was really like out of nowhere. Yeah, but that's what made it great because it's like this, they must be doing stuff like this all the time. Yeah, that like was really it, disturbing. That's like mafioso shit, where it's like, yeah, we have to burn a body and pull teeth today. No biggie. We gotta yeah. cover those tracks <laughs> up, and it's like that's not ruining your life for you. You know Just what I mean? Put it like, on your to do list. Yeah, yeah. So burn bodies, then go to the store. Um, uh, but also, I'm I curious. What were you say? Oh no. Uh, well, well, I was gonna bring up a completely new thing. I was just gonna say real quick. They paint Bope kind of bad. You know, the b- battalion police thing yeah. that right. that Nascimento was able to like build up hardcore then. Uh-huh. And the first movie's about it, but like they kind of paint them as 
evil in this one. Skulls, you know, they're skulls. They're yeah, like, they're, yeah. They're kind of like a Death Squad people. But if the first movie's about them, I'm, I'm very curious to see the first movie and how it's painted. Well, because I think that it's it, it's kind of like the double-edged sword of of something like that, where it's like, which is actually one of the things that I wanted to bring up was that the beginning of the movie is talking uh, that I thought was really funny uh, as an American was that they were talking about this is the first maximum security prison that we've oh, got, yeah. and I'm looking at the thing and I'm going, no, 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 this isn't very maximum, like compared to, but like that's compared to the U.S. prisons, our prison system. and our prison system is so much more ridiculous than every other prison system in the world that it's it was just funny to me to we're have not the it only be like for-profit prison system though right do other countries um i don't know about for-profit but the majority of prisons in other countries are are much nicer than ours yeah i mean i know like sweden obviously super nice prisons and shit like that but yeah you've been to a swedish prison no but i watched a movie one time (laughs) 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 i watched this movie on you say it like you know from experience well i just remember thinking like the movie opened up it was this guy who robbed a bank and he was a marathon runner and that's how he would get away with it he would literally train and he was training in prison he would just run all day long and then when he got out he went back to robbing banks again and just running you know but like in the prison just he has like a little apartment room that's his prison cell you know what i mean and he had a treadmill in there Oh wow! And it's like, yeah, other pr- prisons it's because so like it's because apartment. yeah, right. It's because in other countries they take it as uh, as that the the punishment for your crime is that you're not allowed to leave that building. Yeah, not that while you're in the building, it has to be awful. Uh, <laughs> I know. Wow. Um, but yeah, I found that I found that to be a very interesting kind of thing where it's like even with all of the violence, even with all of these different things, it was coming down to this humanitarian aid, like this question as to the you know, the humanitarian aid of people that are inside these prisons. Um, I thought that was an interesting, like, place for this to start. Where What is this movie trying to say, though? Like, what's there's a lot of small messages in it, uh. obviously. Every ca- character has their agenda and their opinions, but, like, overall, what is this saying about, like, the state of Brazil? Just that there's corruption and that I, it'll never end? kind of ends on that I think so, right? yeah. I mean, at, at the end, it was, like, kind of that monologue where uh, the main guy, Roberto, is kind of like, yeah, there's... Like, like the corruption is so seeped into the system, it'll take years and years for it to get out and for it to be like a truly fair and just system. And like you know, we all need to do what we can to maybe start that and get that started, knowing that it'll take you know, it may not happen in like five years or ten years or even like twenty or twenty-five years, but we need to start soon or else it'll just be part of the system and it'll never leave. And even then it's like it probably yeah, it'll never leave, but it'll probably be more like the US where it's like just covered up way more, you know what yeah. I mean? Cuz like there's corruption in every government for sure. I don't think you can get rid of corruption absolutely. Yeah. You can only kind of like keep it controlled and keep it at bay as best as you can, but then you get places like the corruption in the states is definitely huge, but it's so well hidden. You know what I mean? No, Whereas absolutely. in Brazil, you literally like there'd be cop taking money out of somebody's hand right in the middle of the street, and it's like, the fuck, are you gonna say about it? Who are you right. gonna complain to? You know what I mean? I mean that, yeah, that happens in the United States as well. It's just money in the yeah, are. but not so brazenly. Yeah, you know what I mean, like <laughs> literally, where like if someone if if a cop was caught on camera taking money from a citizen like that that would be a thing like they'd have to acknowledge it because it was on tape or something like that whereas in Brazil even if they had tape and you send it in the whole police force would be like 
squash it. There, like, there is no tape. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to like... I still think in the United States they say there is oh, no tape. Shit. <laughs> I mean, here we go. <laughs> the, the blue coat of silence runs real fucking deep for sure. But I don't know. I, I'd hope that like, you know, video evidence of like cops taking bribes would have to be taken seriously, at least by journalists, right? Uh, Even the journalists in Brazil seem to be pretty whipped. That dude, when you know, what's her name went missing. Well, that was oh, when yeah. it was like when He's it was like you know, they they've disappeared and they're probably dead. And, and he's like, like, well, yeah, they wrong. knew the they knew the conditions of this, <laughs> like. That that was the moment that I had where I was watching it and I was like, they knew the conditions of this what thirty thousand dollar a year job, like, yeah. <laughs> like that at one point they you might knew get the hauled off. Reporting <laughs> job, yeah, you might you, end up dead. You know, you might be burned to a crisp with your teeth pulled out. What were you thinking? <laughs> well, who was like, that dude? She brought. I felt bad for that dude. At every turn, he gave her the opportunity. Man? Like, yeah, we like need to get like out of here. And yeah, he was like an intern or some shit, right? Yeah, right. It's college credit. Same thing. Same thing happened in Nascimento's son. Well, we don't really know what happened, but he, they allude that like you kind of got doped into this thing because she's so hot. You kind of followed her along. Yeah. Meanwhile, this intern probably the same thing. He's like, "Yeah, I'll help you out, Scala." Yeah. And now he's fucking dead with his teeth pulled out. Didn't Terrible. even get any uh, any action. No, Sad. that was scary. That's, that's too. a real tragedy. That's yeah. <laughs> he didn't get his dick wet. Where's justice for this camera guy? <laughs> that's right. I don't know. Yeah, that poor bastard. No, right. By the way, 100 grams of pot, that's a lot of pot. That's almost a quarter <laughs> ounce of fucking I, weed. It may sound naive. How much pot? Is that like like a brick? Nine. It wouldn't. I mean, a brick would be a pound. This is a little under a quarter of a pound. Oh, uh, okay. 28 ounces in a pound, so 100 grams. I mean, 28 grams in an uh, ounce, so 100 grams. It's like nine short. That uh, is a lot of weed. Really it's a lot pot. of weed. Just to have on you? Even like even in Brazil, yeah, right. Just to have money, like she. This is not personal consumption. Like you keep that shit at home. Who dude. was she taking that to, or what was the kid involved with? Because the kid knew. You know, he goes over to the desk and puts his hands and he's like, ready to go. And he looks ready to fuck. You know, what I mean, he's got yeah. his like adrenaline going. He's like, I'm gonna show him. Ready, yeah, right? ready to rock. Sixteen. Let's move some fucking drugs here. <laughs> my, my dad's head of the police. Let's fucking traffic some illegal narcotics. Let's Escobar this shit. Yeah. Uh, that was weird. Yeah, that was one of those things that seemed to be thrown in, kind of, kind of strange. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. Well. But uh, let's let's wrap this up. I hope the Elite Squad one comes on Netflix because I really I would watch that. I'd watch it in a heartbeat now, especially after this. Oh yeah. But I also want to say I can't believe this dude did RoboCop because I didn't like RoboCop that much. Uh, I didn't. Holy see Christ! Wasn't that the line? This is from. Line well, I didn't really even see it because like maybe know, maybe Holy Christ sounds really good in Portuguese. <laughs> maybe. Were you saying? No, I was gonna say like I didn't even see the. Ro- I mean, I don't know. The I reboot? have to think about like remakes where in reboots. I'm like, eh. yeah. Like I stay wary of it. Like I still haven't seen the Ghostbusters remake. Or you don't whatever. need to. I was. I, I wanted it to be so much better than it was, and it was fine. But it wasn't like you know. Right. That's, that's what I touch. hear. Everybody said like I mean the trailer didn't blow me away, mm. and then like everybody that saw it was like yeah it was alright. Like it's not the people like no one's saying like oh it was amazing. Well, some people say it was like amazing. It was great, but like more people said eh. Like that, and yeah. it's like, well, what if if everybody's so passive about it? I'm I'm quite fine not. Especially it. if you watch RoboCop now, though, knowing that this dude made a documentary about corruption in Brazil, and then two fictionalized movies about corruption and police yeah. brutality in Brazil, and then he made RoboCop the remake. Yeah. 
it's kind of a weird trajectory for your it career. Is. Well, I mean, now he seems to be back I mean, into it because now he's on Narcos and he's direct. He's like producing. Oh, is he d- uh, involved with Narcos too? He directed two episodes of Narcos and he's like uh, the producer, executive producer. Of oh, Narcos, good for this dude. Which oh, is okay. how Wagner probably get the right. Wagner get him in there. Yeah, that pull would those make pants a up, hell Wagner. of a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, simultaneously, like like RoboCop sounds like a really really nice house. Um, yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. That's true. That's like easy. we, like like, hey, guy who's been making documentaries and things in Brazil, would you like to come to Hollywood and have a really nice house? Oh, <laughs> that's, that's true. Like I don't want to be a dick, but I bet RoboCop <laughs> was a huge film in Brazil too. I would roll the <laughs> dice right now and bet that that was like an, a a crazy big movie, possibly not as big as this one. Uh, did RoboCop make a lot of money? <laughs> did RoboCop make a lot of money? I feel like it did. I don't know. I, I always assumed know. it did just because it was so popular and it spawned all the sequels, but maybe not. Maybe it was one of those like. There's a lot of there. This is the thing anymore that confuses me and confounds me as somebody who like uh, I used to pay attention to movie markets and stuff like that mm-hmm. a lot uh, when I was in college, and now the U.S. market like doesn't really matter that much. Yes, yeah, it seems like they keep making movies for the foreign markets, which is why like, like they keep making all those Pirates of the Caribbean because they do well overseas and shit. Yeah, well, to that. the extent that it is like the World of Warcraft movie right. that just bombed in the United States. China, baby. China. <laughs> it destroyed. It destroyed in China. To the extent that it is they're going to make a sequel and they literally might not care about the U.S. market. Jesus. Like they might make the movie and just have it like like barely release it in the United States because the China market matters so much more to that movie which is amazing to even think of that like that's like that like we that used to never happen I mean I think it happens now more because they say because like with Netflix and everything and everybody's watching all this amazing content on TV and Hulu and stuff that like people aren't maybe going out to the movies as much as more so now they make all like I mean, they make nothing but like these big uh, tentpole movies, like you know Marvel yeah. movies and whatnot, and they make all their money from the movies they release overseas, and that's how they get their money now. Mm-hmm. So, like to the fact that like, like a movie, which is, where it's like a, it's just like a regular movie is is isn't it's hard to get made anymore. Like it's why it's why movies keep having moments where somebody is either from Beijing or goes to Beijing. Or is in Beijing, or somebody <laughs> matters from China. Hey, they did that in Batman. Or what? They did that to Beijing and Batman, remember? Yeah. Beijing. Oh, there was a there was a very important character from China. You remember when he sky lift, sky hooked the guy? Oh right, the sky hook yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that the second or the third one? That, that was, was the second. second. All right. Because he was uh, getting the guy BD one. Was it BD one? Yeah, yeah. Out of prisons. Yeah. Out of prison. Yeah. The the rat. I have many connections. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> fucking line. <laughs> I'm very good with calculations. I'm very good with numbers. I'm very good with calculations. calculations. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all smooth laugh. and shit like it's Billy D. Williams. <laughs> yeah. <I remember> that. <laughs> hey, um, baby. I'm good with calculations. Did they ever release that uh, Great Wall of China movie with Matt Damon? That was a Chinese market only movie, wasn't it? Uh, that comes out later this that, year, right? Yeah, I think that isn't out yet. I think that's February. Is it getting a U.S. release, though? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was wrong. Never mind. It's getting a U.S. release. It's just that they're planning on it being a much bigger movie in China than here. Yeah. But it's important to get out there and see these. Like, there's a lot of good markets. Maybe not Bollywood, if you're really into cinema. But, like, City of God, fantastic film. This was a pretty good film. I'm sure the first one was pretty good. Like, Brazil can make, you know, some pretty good movies are coming out of Brazil. Yeah. Pretty good movies are coming out of. I mean, there's a lot of great horror movies. All the Asian, you know, Asian countries right, make right, amazing Korea horror stuff. movies. Yeah, 
I, 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 I'm trying to do that more where like I mean like for a while like in college because I was a huge like movie buff in college like I used to write like uh, reviews for my college newspaper oh, yeah. and then I used to work at the I'll show my age here like I used to work at the um, in the video department of the, the video department the yeah, video department <laughs> I remember going to the you're not showing your age remember <laughs> video department like <laughs> yeah. I used to work there at the video department of the the Virgin Megastore in Union Square okay. so like I used to be like big oh, in the nice. movies that must have been nuts it was oh man that was Fun times. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about it. Like, oh, fun yeah. times at the Virgin Mega Store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just walk in. Like sometimes we see celebrities. Like I think Tim Burton came in one time. That was oh yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All I the feel like Tim Burton. You got to be able to easily spot, right? Yeah. It's like his hair looks like a bunch of spiders and shit. Yeah. yeah great. I remember. <laughs> I remember my favorite. One of my favorite moments ever at a Virgin Mega Store was uh, one was of my favorite <laughs> moments at a Virgin <laughs> Mega. <Megastore. laughs> one of my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite. I've got two. Uh, <laughs> Was was being at a Virgin Mega, the Virgin Mega Store in Chicago, and looking at the Criterion Collection because they had a big like row right, of right. all the Criterion Collection, and finding out in that moment that Armageddon is part of the Criterion Collection. Oh, why is that surprising? Why are you saying oh like that? Um, just I, just knowing mm. that that was part of the Criterion Collection just made my heart. Both like we're gonna scrap this whole jump. podcast if you guys don't <laughs> get on board with Armageddon right now. Okay, I, dude, I. Bruce uh, Willis died for our sins, guys. Oh boy! <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. He 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 let Ben Affleck live. Okay. Do you really want that? Yeah, really want Benny that. Affleck. Your, really want that on your conscience? Benny yeah. Fleck. Yeah. We wouldn't have uh, Batman v Superman <sighs> if he directing the new Batman, right? That's what I'm Thank you. Uh, yeah, he's also writing it with Jeff Johns. Oh, I don't know who that is. He's a very accomplished and good comic book writer. Good then. I'm happy Benny Fleck is getting uh, good uh, supervision. That's right. Hometown boy makes good. All right. He finally <laughs> catches a break. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with, at the end, we usually, sometimes, everyone, I think I've had my opinion changed a couple times yeah. about whether you give it a stream or don't stream. I'm going to stick with it, stream it. I like it, especially if you speak Portuguese, definitely watch yes, it. Yes, absolutely. I, I guarantee you 98% of the world population that speaks Portuguese has seen this movie, though. I would go on that. Yeah, I didn't know it was that big, like it, like it out huge. Avatar. Yeah, isn't that nuts? That's bonkers. Mark Ruffalo, bro. Yeah. You gonna, you gonna stick with Mark it, Darren? Ruffalo, man. What? Stick with it, stream I it. Say, yeah, I say stream it. I say it's not, I mean, it's definitely not like 93% Rotten yeah, Tomatoes. That's great, you know. It's but it's a solid, I think it's a solid movie, but it's not like, you know, it won't change your life. Yeah. So I say stream um, it. You get to hear like a Portuguese Rage Against the Machine, too. It definitely hurts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in the beginning? Right? Yeah, yeah, I heard right? that, too. It's like, it's like, is that Zach <laughs> De La Rocha? Did he make a song for this fucking movie? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with don't stream it, but with a caveat, which is that if you've seen the first movie, I highly suggest watching this one. Oh, definitely. There you go. If you've watched the first movie and you haven't seen the sequel, I highly suggest watching this movie. There you go. There you have it. Uh, Boom. Again, thank you, Darren, so much for being on. Uh, yeah, you want to say your Twitter again? Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Twitter um, at Darren Credible. D A R I N Credible. Same thing as Instagram. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on Facebook too. You can find me. I'm That's around. a great handle. Ain't it though? I like that a lot. Darren Incredible. Yeah, Darren I got Incredible. the idea because like my wife, like she loves like comic, comic books and cartoons, and she used to watch this uh, Disney show called uh like Kim Possible. I think called the yeah, original. Yeah. Oh Kim yeah, Kim Possible. So then like I just started messing with ways I could do my name. I was like, oh, Darren Incredible. I don't think I could do anything with mine. Dennis. Dennis uh, Rooney. Dennis uh, Special. No. no. All right, everybody. Uh, <laughs> have a good week. And it comes to a crawl. Check us out next week, and uh, everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.